Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey guys, what's up? It's Josefa here. Jasper Rivers. And we are back with another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we have an awesome, awesome guest. Her name is Desiree. And the way we know Desiree is we were actually just in Vegas for an entire month, basically the entire month of June. And what did we do? We obviously went and found a place on Airbnb that was off the strip. And Desiree was the host. So she did a great job. So we wanted to have her on. So Desiree, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. Okay, so Desiree, we were really intrigued with your place and the house. And we, before we get into your actual house, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your experience in the rental business? We just started hosting on Airbnb um, this year, actually, in April. Okay. So we're fairly new to the game, but so far the experience has been uh, really great. We've had a lot of really good, great guests, including you guys, and um, it's nice to meet people and see their stories and everything like that. So we don't have too much rental experience yet, but I think we're going to be on Airbnb for quite a while. So Jessica, is Airbnb the only platform that you list on? We are also listed on HomeAway. But I feel like Airbnb is much more user-friendly. It's, it's easier for you to use not only for the host, but also for our guests as well. And have you guys gotten any inquiries or, or renters via HomeAway? We've gotten, I would say the ratio for inquiries, um, when you compare Airbnb and HomeAway, would be like uh, 8 to 1. I see. Yeah, so we get a lot more on Airbnb than HomeAway. Awesome. I think HomeAway may be a little bit more old school. Um, a lot of like younger people are using Airbnb now. Define old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, the setup is just not very appealing to not only me, but... Uh, uh, apparently to guess as well because I haven't gotten as many inquiries. Um, they require a lot. Uh, I don't know. The payment is more complicated. Um, posting anything or communicating with potential guests is more complicated. Um, they, they prefer that guests call me instead of messaging me, things like that. So it's more time-consuming. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree, Desiree. Uh, I actually listed on a few different sites when I started on Airbnb, and I think Airbnb is just, uh, they focus very much on user-friendliness and the experience of the user. And yeah. They're constantly, they're constantly trying to update their sites, and they're coming out with new features and stuff, so 
you know, also, you know, with an eye on the future, I think uh, Airbnb is definitely the way to go. I agree. Yeah, it seems like they're more interested in the community. They are being the community of their guests and their hosts. So they listen to our comments and our suggestions, and they really take it into consideration when they're doing updates. Absolutely. That's why it's the top performer and the fastest growing. So when you, when you and your family got this house, what prompted you guys to choose short-stay platform versus trying to find fixed-term uh, fixed lessors, lessees? Hmm... Well, I the, told you. I told you we were going to ask you tough questions. So I know I mean, you yeah. obviously didn't come prepared. <laughs> this is nonsense. You should probably. Do you want to throw her off the show? What you, let's give <laughs> one more chance. Okay, one more chance. Yes, this is one more chance. Fine. Right, let, let me get myself together here. Okay. All right, get yourself together. Um, yeah. Well, the house is quite large, um, so it. I think it lends itself better to, to, to families and people who are traveling together, who want to be together um, for vacation. Not a lot of people are looking for really, really big houses in Las Vegas, especially so close to the Strip. If they work around Vegas, it's normally not that close, and maybe they want to, I don't know, find something where the rent is a little bit more the rent would be a little bit more affordable. They wouldn't look for a six-bedroom house for, you know, just a husband and wife and, and and one kid or something. Right, and I think you guys made the right decision because using Airbnb for short-stay rentals is way more profitable than renting out in the long term. So <laughs> I'm sure you guys will be, um, will be making a much better return on the house. So Desiree, um, another question I have for you. Do you live in Vegas and do you manage uh, the check-in process and do you manage the property yourself? I do manage property. I do not live in Vegas. Um, the Vegas home is, is our home, but it, we use it as a vacation home. And so we're not there a lot of the time. So that's why we use uh, Airbnb to rent out the space when we're not there. And how, how do you manage that from, from a distance? Most of our system is automated. Um, we have an automatic gate, automatic doorknob. Um, we have automated security system as well. Um, so most of the things I can do while I'm at home. And I just talk to their... I always tell them to feel free to call me or message me, and I try to get back to them as soon as I can. Um, I get a, I ask them around what time they're going to be arriving just so I can make sure that everything is running smoothly and everything's ready for their arrival. Right, and, you know, we, we just stayed in your house for a month, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, we, we had a great experience, and it really shows that even if you're not around, you can still list your place on Airbnb and completely manage it from, 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 a far, from far away. And it doesn't even matter. You could have been in Indonesia and, yeah, and exactly. still manage it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the great that, thing That's a question that we get a lot from, from mm -hmm. aspiring Airbnb hosts. They ask us like, hey, well, if I'm not going to be around, like, how am I going to manage my property, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's really, uh, it's really not a big deal if you... Uh, if you set it up correctly. And one thing that's, that really helps you, I think, is the way you've automated the, 
the locks on the, yes. on the property. It, it has a code, and the community gate has a code, so there's, there's no keys involved or whatsoever. Yeah, I think it's more convenient for the guests as well. They don't have to fumble around with keys, and anyone can come in and out as they please. They don't have to wait for the person with the keys um, to arrive. Absolutely. Okay, so for all the listeners out there, uh, the reason why, again, we wanted Desiree on is because we had a phenomenal experience. So let me paint the picture of what it was like when we first showed up. So we had a gate code, right? So it's a gated community. It's a really pretty community, about 10, 15 minutes outside of Vegas, outside of the Strip, sorry. And you walk in, and it's like this huge six-bedroom house, the master bedroom where Jasper stayed, of course. Uh, has this <laughs> awesome has this awesome bathroom with a hot tub and a nice shower and everything. Um, it's got a really big backyard. It's got this barbecue. The kitchen's amazing. Tons of cooking supplies. So we we walked right in, and we kind of, and it has this awesome little game room downstairs with the pool table. We walked in, and we just we just looked around, and we're like, yes, we made a really 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 good decision. We felt very at home and very comfortable. Just like Jasper said, we had the gate code, we had the door code. It was seamless and easy. So we brought you on because now we want to know what was the process that you went through to get this awesome result. So first of all, the place was immaculate when we walked in. Everything was, it was almost as if it was like we were staying at a hotel or even better, in fact. So what was your process for getting the place set up and immaculate? That's interesting that you say that because when I was thinking about how we were going to decorate and 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 supply the property, I wanted it to be a just like you were stepping into a hotel. All the linens are like freshly pressed. All the towels are set there for you and um, shampoos and whatever. But we also wanted it to feel like you were at home, like you weren't, it wasn't as cold as a hotel. So we supplied a lot of cleaning supplies and cooking supplies and um, water bottles and stuff for you guys to use um, if you needed it. Yeah, and I think you, you did an outstanding job. And, you know, the main concern that travelers have when they stay at somebody's house versus a hotel is that when you stay in an hotel, you, you know what to expect. Right? You know you mm-hmm. can expect a certain standard. And when you're staying at somebody's house, you don't. It's, it's basically you're, you're hoping that the host is taking his responsibilities as a, as a host serious and will take care of you, but that's not that's not a guarantee. So, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's really good that you that you view uh, your, your the hospitality in this way, and you're having a very professional attitude towards it. Um, also, I wanted to mention when I first walked into my bedroom, you know, I have my own apartment in Amsterdam that I rent out on Airbnb, mm-hmm. and I think the the bathroom was probably the size of my living room in Amsterdam, <laughs> and <laughs> including the bedroom, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was bigger than my entire place. <laughs> so just to shape the picture a little bit there. Yeah, Vegas properties are huge. You can get a lot of space, um, <laughs> a, lot, a lot more space than you can get apparently in Amsterdam, but also in LA or, or mm-hmm. California or anything like that. So we were lucky to have and that kind also, of space. I, I just um, remembered, you know, it was really warm in Vegas when we were staying there. You know, it was like mm-hmm. 110, 115 degrees. And I was really surprised when I got a message from you one day asking me to close one of the windows in the bedrooms. 
because right. obviously like it's not good to have the AC on and having a window open when it's like 115 degrees outside. Exactly. I, I was just wondering like do you have like a like a glass bowl or something that you can just look <laughs> in and you see what's yes, going on I've with the house? Yes, i the entire time that you're there. You were sitting, you were, oh, you were that person hiding behind a tree with the binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we, uh, our security system tells us when windows and doors are open. Obviously, you know, when no one's staying there, we'd like to make sure that our house is secure so there are no intruders or anything there, especially since we, we are not stationed in Las Vegas ourselves. So um, when, it's, when, I, when I know the weather is exceptionally hot, I like to tell my guests um, to, um, well, to be prepared. And then I let them know um, if they could close the doors and windows just so they can keep cold too, especially, you know, in Vegas, it's just so hot over 100 degrees most of the year. So, what, so why don't you go ahead and give a plug for, for the security company and the security system that you used as well as the door lock, which, is, which I believe you can, you can change the lock remotely. Is that right? Actually, for, actually, yes. Cox is our security system, and they also do our internet. So it's really, con and yeah, it's really convenient because we, can, we just go through them for everything. And right now we don't use them for our security locks. But we will, they just added that feature okay. into their company, I guess. So um, we'll be able to use them as well. And then we'll be able to do it without actually, actually, right now we have our maids change the, the codes. But eventually we'll be able to do that ourselves. Okay, cool. <laughs> Another thing that we really like, so our house, when we stayed there, we were big on cooking. We were big on keeping the place clean. Mm -hmm. So there were two things that that made it very convenient. Um, the kitchen itself, including the cleaning and cooking supplies, and as well as, as the in-unit uh, uh, laundry machines, that was great. When, mm -hmm. you were, when you were planning out the house and getting it ready, how did you, what was your process for sort of item, um, setting up all the items in the kitchen, uh, choosing the dishwashers, etc.? Um, the dishwasher was already included when we bought the house, mm -hmm. um, but we did buy the small appliances like coffee maker and toaster. Um, we bought all of the dishes and silverware and everything. We bought them brand new just so, you know, it's nice for the guests. Mm -hmm. Um, we wanted to give essentials for our guests. Um, so it's not too cluttered. They don't need unnecessary things, but it was enough to comfortably live and, and cook a little bit um, during their vacations. Mm -hmm. And the cleanings, yeah, same thing with the cleaning supplies. We didn't want to overload them with too many things, but we definitely wanted it to be enough where they would be comfortable and they would have everything that they, they really needed to, um, to stay, especially if they have a long, long period stays. Yeah, you, you did a great job preparing your house, and this is something that we talk about in the book, because living in a house or staying in it like for a few weeks when you're on holiday are two completely different things. Mm -hmm. So I always recommend people, before they set up their house, you know, just pretend you're, you're a traveler and you just arrive at the house and you, you, know, you had a 12-hour flight, you're going to stay there for a week, just walk into the house and look around and, and, and think about what would you need if you were if you just arrived you know and what would what wouldn't you need 
know, right. so you know, a lot of personal items you can remove because it's just nice to to have sort of a tidy and spacious place, especially when you first walk in. It just gives you a good feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you definitely did a did a really good job at that. Like, um, I, I can't think of anything that was missing really. So <laughs> definitely uh, a plus for effort. Thank you. So now you're early on in the Airbnb career, right? So you said you launched in April. Why don't you tell us how's it been going uh, since we moved out? You, how, are you getting inquiries? Are you getting bookings? Actually, the other right when you guys moved out, um, maybe a week later or less than a week later, we got three bookings. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, on the same day, so I was really surprised about that. Um, that was it wasn't because we left you such a good review. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for that, by the way. Reviews are very important to us. Um, yeah, it's been really good. I get inquiries um, probably every day, but they they don't always book. Um, I probably get a booking maybe once a week. So it's been going really good. Um, the response that we've been getting is a lot more than I anticipated when I first started Airbnb. I didn't know really what to expect, and I didn't want to get my hopes up. But um, the more I use Airbnb, the more I'm surprised on how easy it is and how much people are responding to it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I really... It's interesting that you, that you mentioned that because I remember when I started on Airbnb, I was really surprised how quickly I filled up my house. You know, within a few months, I was, you know, I was getting a, almost 100% occupancy. So it just shows that if you have the right attitude and you have a few guests staying at your house that give you a really positive review, you can, um, you can get a lot of in- inquiries and bookings and really get your business going really quickly. Yeah, exactly. So one thing, your property is fantastic. Like I said, I can't say enough good things about it. You felt <laughs> completely at home. It was great. One thing I did want to ask. So Vegas, it gets really hot in the summertime. We know, mm-hmm. and I think in August it gets it gets even hotter. Have you guys ever thought? Have you guys thought about installing a pool? We have considered installing the pool, um, but. We haven't really committed to it yet because um, obviously there's extra liability when you have something like that. Certainly. Yeah, and then um, and then a lot of increased maintenance. Plus, the, the um, Vegas is very windy, mm-hmm. and so it would get very dirty a lot of the time. And I and I have a little bit of hesitation because I want our guests to walk into like a perfectly clean like you. It, like no one's even living there. Like it just got cleaned right now, and it's it's already just for them. And if it the pool is dirty when they arrive, I just don't like that feeling that they're that that's what they have to walk into. So Absolutely. we're still you know uh, we're still deciding about a pool or a hot tub. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, like I said, the place doesn't need it, but that was just one thing I really I was really curious about. So obviously, you've thought about it. Now, you guys do have an awesome jungle gym. I usually spent about two hours per day sliding up and down, and it was it was amazing. Um, and then about an hour and forty five minutes swinging. So I had a really rigorous okay. gym time every day, and that was That's awesome. Your gym time. <laughs> Yeah, so one, um, one recommendation I do have for you, Desiree, uh-huh. is 
we really enjoyed your neighborhood. There was a gym, pretty much in walking distance, and it uh -huh. was only like fifty dollars for the month. It was open twenty-four hours a day, so we could work out whenever we wanted. Mm -hmm. There were a few really nice restaurants. Um, I really liked the Vietnamese place, for example, that was nearby, mm -hmm. and that uh, it was like a Thai restaurant, and there was like. There was so much around the neighborhood, and it's really quiet. There was no traffic. Mm -hmm. So, one thing I would recommend to you: Have you, do you are you aware of the option to create a guidebook on your listing? I remember when I first um, was creating the listing, and I kind of passed by it a little bit, but I didn't really go into depth and and create a guidebook. Especially when I first um, prepared the listing, I wasn't as familiar with the area because we had just bought the property. Mm -hmm. But now I am. So, so thank you for bringing that up because I actually am interested in providing something like that for our guests. Yeah, and there's, there's two ways you can do it. The first way is to is on the Airbnb platform. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really easy. It's probably only going to take you like 10, 15 minutes. You can just uh, select a few different places on the map and then before people book, they can check out the neighborhood and, you know, when they see all the local recommendations that you put in there, that could be an extra incentive for somebody to book your place. Yeah, you're right. That's a really good idea. And then the second thing you can do, I actually created my own guidebook and it basically has all the information about the apartment, like technical stuff, like you know, how does the, the oven work, how does the... How's the heating system work, the TV, the Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. well as some practical information, uh, what to do in case of issues and you know, what, where, but also like where are the best local spots in my neighborhood. You know, I sent this guidebook to my guests as soon as they book, and it's something that I get a lot of feedback on. You know, people, mm -hmm. as soon as people book a place, they get excited about it. They start looking forward to their to their holiday, and mm -hmm. they always want to know everything about the house, about the neighborhood. You know, going on holiday is is almost more fun, like you know, uh, going, you know, the time leading into the holiday than during the holiday itself. You know, it's it's the yeah. part where you're looking forward and you're imagining all these all this great stuff. You know, uh -huh. so that's that's the second thing I was going to suggest to you. That's a really good idea, actually. And if you were to buy our book, you will get, as a bonus, you'll actually get my guidebook. So you could base yours off of the one oh. that I created. So, so hint, hint, <laughs> go ahead and buy it. Well, it's, and it's actually more than that. It's, it's his guidebook. Plus, it's uh -huh. a template to build your own. So the, right. the, the beginning starts off with a template of, of the different categories that you should include. Uh, and then following that, you can see Jasper's finished product, see how he lays it out. Because he has a really nice one that's well, that's well organized, really well written. And, and the uh -huh. best part is containing those insider tips about the neighborhood. Because obviously, that's a really important piece of the Airbnb puzzle is you get local advice. And I have to agree, your neighborhood is so cool. We, we actually... This is coming from two guys who never stayed off the strip before. And I've been to Vegas like 20, 25 times. And yeah. this is the first time I hadn't stayed off strip. And it was so much better. 
uh, Spring Valley, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the region where your house is located. There's all these awesome ethnic places. Like, we love Vietnamese food, awesome Mexican food, Thai food. And then there's there's gyms, little bars. It was, just, it was a really cool vibe. And we're close enough that we could go down to the strip whenever we wanted. But as we, as, as Jasper wrote in the review, we there was a nice, comfortable distance between us and the never-ending chaos that is the Vegas Strip. So it was a really, so if you could highlight that stuff, I think that'd be great. Yeah, no, you guys bring up a really good point, and it's a good idea, and I will definitely start working on that. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll be checking your listing every day to see if you actually do implement the stuff we're telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys will. <laughs> so, um, Desiree, just to um, kind of wrap this up, what, What's the best piece of advice that you can share with either people who are thinking about listing on Airbnb or people who are already listing? So people who are thinking about listing, I would say um, stop thinking and just do it. <laughs> um, there's no really harm in it. Um, just prepare your property and it's, it's free to sign up and then you never know, you know who, who, who will approach you and, and what kind of um, positive experience that you would have. And to the people who are already listed, I would just say, um, put yourself in the guest position. You know, if you were going on vacation, how would you want to feel when, when you entered a place that you're going to stay for a short amount of time or like a month like you guys? So, um, make it comfortable and, and, and nice and, uh, uh, something that your your guests will be surprised by. Um, it's probably the advice that I have for now. <laughs> awesome. Well, Desiree, it was a blast having you on the show. We hope you had fun. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to give you, like I said, uh, check-ins later. We're going to make sure you followed our advice. If you didn't, we're going to be really, really upset. Um, that's, <laughs> we're not, that's not a joke. Don't, don't laugh. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So uh, for all our listeners, uh, we will list uh, Desiree's place in the show notes. So if you ever were to go to Vegas and you don't want to stay at the Strip and spend $200 a night for a small hotel room, then um, you can check it out. And we'll also mention the security system and uh, the lock system that Desiree mentioned earlier as well. All right, thanks again, Desiree, and boys and girls, that is it for this episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. To learn all the tricks and secrets and tips on how to effectively host on Airbnb, you can download the first three chapters of our book for free at www.getpaidforyourpad.com. And the name of our book, of course, is Get Paid for Your Pad. And remember, all of our show notes can be found at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. That's getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. Get paid for your pad. 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 Get paid for your pad.